Warning. Elements of real-world religion are used in this podcast to serve the purposes of a work of fiction. They are to drive the drama forward and are not intended to be taken as a statement of opinion by the players. Thank you for listening. Yeah, I'm spending the night with a horse. I don't know how low your standards get. <laughs> I'm spending the night with Jack. <laughs> still have Mr. S- Mr. Slithers. That's true. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm still going to try and, like, lurk around the saloon. Try to get a drink and a meal. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I want to go wherever wanted posters are posted. That seems where, like, people who know, know things might lurk. Okay. Temperance is uh, working the back rooms at the Emerald Dynasty. She is the uh, the deep, deep discount. <laughs> You're manning the glory hole. Discount, <laughs> discount so, hose. For the time being, for the time being, they're actually not having you or anyone else in the building on <coughs> sexual acts. Oh, interesting. What they're doing right now is trying to put on a legitimate front during the purpose of like this governor's visit to try and class it up, and they're just going to take all the signage down as soon as the governor's gone. Mm-hmm. But while the governor is in it's town... It's like all on hinges and stuff exactly. like that. Exactly. <laughs> They're just going to pull it all down as soon as the governor leaves. This is basically how they cover up what they do so it looks a little classier. I meant I wanted to buy some healing kits, too. Oh. I don't know how many I can get. All right. I think there's a standard price for that. Yeah, whatever the price is in the book, you can get uh, up to five. Okay. Well, five uh, in that case, I will uh, put on my sort of Chinese-looking dress and uh, do the thing where she's got the hair covering the burnt half of her face and serve drinks. Okay. Yeah, just that's try to, to ply guys with... Uh, alcohol and see if any of them are going to talk. So Jedediah, you're trying to get a drink at the bar. One of the bartenders recognizes you and says, Mr. Blackburn. Yeah. Someone was here looking for you. Uh, Who would that be? Oh, a short little thing. It's cute. Had a shotgun. Short lady with a shotgun. Spanish? Oh, yeah. Where is she now? Uh, she was here three or four days ago. She said she was going to go south looking for it. Hope she keeps going until she's back in Mexico. <laughs> hey, what's a fella have to do uh, get a bar store around here? Car one. Wow! <laughs> Man. You're a son of a bitch. <laughs> Years of practice. Is there uh, anything... Uh, we were going on with this governor visit. Um, says, well, not all these mercs are here just for the governor's sake. Must be meeting somebody important. What have you heard? Uh, I haven't heard anything specific, but this is way too many bodies here. A lot of armed guards. Governor, you figured be more federal troops at Pinkertons. Some of these guys look like frontier toughs. <clears throat> That's true. Got any problems? Uh, usual problems with a bunch of drunk idiots and too many guns on too many hips. Hiring a bouncer? Not really. I work for room and board. Looks around, he's like, we're pretty close to the Pinkertons as it is, but... You can sleep in the distillery. <laughs> well, it beats the stable. It smells better, too. <laughs> yeah, I'll set up in there. He wants you to go set up your bedroll in the distillery. <laughs> I do want to ask the merchants that I'm around if they have seen Celestine and Andreas. It'll just come up in casual conversation. Like while I'm being fitted for a new outfit or while I'm uh, selling the armor or something. Just out of most people. 
you know, the, like in the midst of this little small talk he makes, like, he's like, say, has anybody seen Mr. Mr. Celestino Andreas? I, I have a bit of business to finish with him, and then I heard he was here. I would like uh, everybody who's trying to collect information, it sounds like that is all four of you. Yeah. Uh, to give me some type of a social role to collect this info. Persuasion. Um, can I? Ins- Yours is oh, actually not um, going to be social. Yours is more observational. Oh, and I'm going to. Well, I was going to. Okay, I was going to suggest. Um, I think I could just use observe people and use insight, right? Because I'm not interacting. I just want to observe. Yeah. And see if I observe anybody acting different. Can I use investigation? I'm just looking. I'm just looking to spot anybody acting differently than everybody else is acting. That's all I'm going to use with my insight. All right. I'm going to channel divinity. 19. With perspective. Well, the 9. I'm not really paying attention. Well, I am, but I'm not spotting the right. So, uh, 24. 24. Jesus. Your dice are ass. It was an 18 and it tipped over. Trying to hit the table hard enough to get it to bounce back. (laughs) It gave me loaded Dice! <laughs> I'll even raise details monkey. about him. Like, I'll, was he a good dresser or anything like that? So, see, oh, yeah. 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 Like, I'll, I'll probably tell the tailor, too. Like, you know, I met another very snappy dresser, Mr. Celestino Andreas. Yeah, yeah. Have you worked with a man like that? No, just from call the outfit. You're, you're trying to apply the tailor right now? Uh, whoever. This, I, I imagine this is kind of just a montage of Levi talking to Okay. And, yeah. And and subtly dropping the name where he can. Sometimes he won't. So other times he will. Well, we'll say you make some uh, some progress when you are talking to the tailor. Okay. And he says, uh, "Well, snappy dresses around here right now. That's a big demand for my skills." He says, um, "There's that big ball coming up when the governor shows up over at the Winter Wolf." And I came just in time to you. Well, that sounds about right. So I wish you'd come about a month earlier. The backlog's pretty steep, but I think I can get you in. You already got an invitation? Oh, well. See, <coughs> we were talking about Celestino. Is this... They're not. They're not. He sort of segs into this talk about the ball when he mentioned snappy dressers. Okay. I said, I'm sorry. I, got, I had a conversation with Whiplash. My, my course, I believe that, I, that getting into this ball will not be an issue for me. So as far as... Uh, Mr. Andreas, all I know is he hasn't been seen around here in some time. There was some dust up, and after that he left. With some dust? Some dust up. Oh, like a murder, like a killing. Yeah. Here? In Hope's Landing? Yeah, it was before all these mercs showed up. I don't know what that was okay. all about. Oh, the, the Pinkertons or whatever they're called, right? Yeah, Pinkertons and all these guys from down south. Oh, you mean those, uh, those religious folk? No, no, I'm talking about the toughs. Tell me a little more. So I know, to, so I know who not to cross to scuff up this new effort. Mm-hmm. Right now, you are in an area of town that is dominated by the Pinkertons. Sure. Get further out into the outskirts and you'll see them all over the place. Every man out there has got a six-gun on his head. All this, all this for the government. Yeah, they're trying to keep them guns as far away from the ball as possible. They're letting no weapons in there, I can tell you. Well, it's fortunate that I am a peaceful man. So, yeah. no word on where Celestino may have gone, then. Uh, I suppose with the action happening here, he's not likely to be at back anytime soon. Yeah, after that mix-up a week or so ago, two weeks ago, 
Got my timeline, all that stuff. We're going to call it one week ago, and we'll settle on that. Well, if it does show up, you can be assured that I'll be spending more money. He gives you a nod, brings you out for your new duds, and uh, you... So, uh, you did investigation, right? Yes, and I, I think I figured out how to flavor it. Okay. Um, so I'm sleeping in the distillery, but I'm, I'm working off, because uh, I, I have literally like no money. Uh, I'm working off stabling my own horse by working part-time at the stables, you know, brushing down horses and mucking out the stables. And um, while I'm there earning my horse's keep, um, <laughs> I'm uh, taking opportunities to root through people's saddlebags and read their personal documents and stuff that they leave in their saddles <laughs> to try and get some information that way. I got a 19 on the roll. All right. Uh, you find a couple of things of interest while you're rooting around in their stuff. Uh, one of the first things you find uh, is a bag with some personal effects. Uh, among the personal effects is a uh, badge that looks a lot like this, except it says Marshall on it. Oh, I've seen one of those before. Yeah. Um there is some paperwork in there identifying the owner as a Webster McLine. Webster McLine. Webster? Webster. Hey, Marshall Webster. McLine, M C L I N E. Yep. Marshall. Okay. Yep. And it's got some personal effects in there, like old photos. Mm-hmm. Looks like there's a woman who's near and dear to him, that sort of thing. Uh, reading spectacles. Stuff that, you know, half of this will probably wind up in a hotel room eventually. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. for right now, it's all in his saddlebags. Um, nothing illicit about it. He does have a sidearm in there. And the ammunition's kept separate from the gun. Yeah. There, does any of these photographs have a picture of him so I know who this guy is? They do not. Okay. Uh, you also find that there is, uh, in a different set of saddlebags entirely, uh, there is a, uh, like a notice, almost like a bounty board type notice. Mm-hmm. That is uh, hiring for able-bodied gunmen to patrol and provide security for the town of Hope's Landing. And uh, the call is being put forth by a, uh, he calls himself Baron Carlos Aleo. Okay. Yeah, there is a picture of him, and he appears to be uh, a dwarf, uh, with the classic, like, dwarf braided beard and everything. Mm Mm-hmm. But he's wearing a big wide sombrero in the picture. <laughs> and does it have any way to contact this guy? It doesn't. It looks like it was just like torn off from somewhere, and the guy brought it with him when he came to Hope's Landing for a job. Okay. All right. I'll uh, I'll leave that in the saddlebag, but I'll make a note of, of everything that was written down on it. All right. Uh, you're having some rough times. Uh, I used my inspiration and I rerolled. Okay, what do you got with the reroll? Twenty-four. That's much better. <laughs> That's a lot better than a nine. Um, you're going to overhear some things as you're serving drinks. Not so much plying information out of people directly; they don't really want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. But you get some things out of them over time. Uh, one thing you hear is that a couple days ago there was this big commotion mm-hmm. uh, over at old Dolores Sari's place. Do I know her? Um, you don't know the name offhand. Sounds like she probably runs one of the boarding houses. S A W R E E. Uh, S A W R I E. Uh, you know there was some commotion, but seems like Dolores is a okay, mm-hmm. uh, and nobody seems to be talking about what caused the sound. She's just like, it's fine, leave it alone. Okay. Um, so they thought that was a little weird. You also find out that the uh, Aaronites 
uh, arrived in town a few days ago, and when they found out there was no place to stay, they just packed up and set up a little, like, prop shop outside. No place to stay at the end. Yep. Um, you also hear somebody muttering about a man who didn't pay his debts, his gambling debts, and the name that he says is fucking Lawrence never pays his debts. Fucking Lawrence. Why fucking Lawrence. Lawrence. Larry uh, the fuck, they call him. I, uh... I... I slip the uh, the bartender some cash and I give him a free drink. Okay. Get him to keep talking. Yeah, uh, over the time you hear that um, apparently these two guys showed up mm-hmm. and uh, the story is that they had a rigged poker game. Mm-hmm. And uh, the two guys were in cahoots. Mm-hmm. And Lawrence made off with a bunch of cash from the table after cheating for like three and a half hours. Mm-hmm. And uh, some guy named Fowler was backing him up as they made their way out of town. Fowler and Lawrence. Hmm. And uh, you also hear somebody say the words the rail baron. Okay. And oddly enough, you're watching over this internet camp and nothing untoward is happening, like at all. They're just out there. Occasionally people come outside to convert, pray, chit chat. Specifically, so you, you may, yeah, I don't know whatever happened. Specifically, looking at whatever happened to that dickbag that tried to take him out at the beginning of the campaign, he got away, didn't he? Uh, Celestino pistol whipped him and they hanged him. Oh, they, I thought there was somebody else that got away. I thought there was some other leader of the air and air rights. The guy who was in Redstone that Doc shot in the neck, okay. he got away. Yeah, I'm kind of intentionally looking for him or anybody else with a. Um, You know, there's a certain style of dress for like the head preachers of that outfit. I'm sort of looking to see if there's one of them there. In my, in my head canon, there's like, you know, they sort of dress in a certain special mm. way denoting their status, and it would be different from just the schlubs that they converted. Yeah. Uh, currently, what you're seeing is a, a density of schlubs. Appears to be schlub town. Schlubbery. <laughs> Total schlubbery out there. And that's, uh, that's about as far as you get on the first night. I mean, this basically takes you, like, the whole night to get these details out of people. And at this point, it's time to bunk down and get some rest. So you set up shop on the distillery. Mm-hmm. You've got a place to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the two of you doing again? I thought I had a place Wherever. to stay, too. Uh, you're yeah. renting a room yeah. at the boarding house. Oh, you, you found a boarding house room. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, if I can find a boarding house as well, that'd be fine. Uh, you, the two of you could share one easily enough. That's fine. All right. I'll, uh... Next day, the next day, I'll we we actually get along better after our past. After <laughs> Things last, got weird last, after mm-hmm. the last encounter. The, uh, after some truth is revealed, yeah. All right. Between the truth and between just backing each other up to remind each other, we got murder in. All right. Uh, you rest well. If you have anything that you've used, you can get it back, and you uh, arrive on day two of this information extravaganza. Mm-hmm. All right. I will. Uh, I'll set up my new look. <laughs> <laughs> like regroup and. Yeah. You, you, at this point, you can. Uh, Probably near the angel statue or something, someplace mm-hmm. central and obvious to find. The group can reassemble. Mm-hmm. Um, I go to the post office and mail a letter. Good choice. And then I meet you at the angel statue. Is there cookies still? Yeah, they're, uh, they're in the pantry. Yeah, I, I may actually go for another. They're pretty good. By all means, yeah. Yeah. Jeff smells like a distillery. And for once, it's not because he's up all night drinking. Although he was. <laughs> <laughs> he's up with a tap on the fucking powder mm-hmm. ton. Drank the unfiltered whiskey out of Yep. <laughs> 
I just gave up on the whiskey altogether and went straight to the source. I'm just eating corn, just raw now. <laughs> <laughs> Let it ferment in my belly. <laughs> Jen has become the distillery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where's the... I don't want to know. Yeah, sure. If you only want half yourself. I want half myself. All right. They are large cookies. Oh. Um. <laughs> large cookie is also one of the whores in your establishment. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> It's a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you remate at the angel statue. Seems our friends Lawrence and Mr. Vandefowler uh, were in town. Mm. Juanita, too. Oh, it's a grand old reunion. Except for Mr. Andrea, seems he's gone missing. Yeah, the one, one guy owes his money. Just a bit of a. When Levi comes on the scene, he'll scrap a new appearance for you. Mm hmm. I so different you know, all dressed differently. Am I joining? Yeah. All right. So Levi is has his hair down, uh, and he's wearing that blindfold, uh, and he's dressed in a kind of a you know like a light tan, I guess, kind of a beige colored uh, vest and, and matching pants, with kind of a off kind of a, a, that a white dress shirt. Looks looks like he could fit in both casually and at a fine affair. Good morning, fellows. Mr. Williams. You've, uh, changed. Better that I do, that I throw, uh, my former compatriots off the trail, change the look of a bit, mm-hmm. while still standing out of my own way, of course. Not the only you one with fancy I, new duds. You yeah. see, Thomas Fairchild lost his eyes during the conflict back over back over down south and ever since then as his side has been taken he's taken faith healing to another he sees smirks I also got tired of disguising myself as much as I did I figured it's time to let let my hair down a bit oh let, natural and let a few let a few things show not too much I hope Mr. Williams, we are in the center of town. <laughs> Gideon, what's your passive perception? Sunday, it's too early in the morning for clever retorts, but I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> um, Twelve. Okay. Terrific. Yeah, I make a comment. You, know, you make a comment about mine. Because I, I do. Kind of say, I was going to say, you're, you're yeah. not, you notice that he's wearing less me, less cosmetic stuff to cover him up. If you look really closely, like behind the hair, you can see some of the scale shit still showing. Sorry. That's right. Well, last time I was in this town, somebody tried to haul me away, so I figured I better kind of change things up a bit. You look good. Manful. I feel good. I feel good! (laughs) (laughs) What what are you wearing here? More traditional cowboy stuff. Like the, the, the breeches and the He's dressed like Tim Curry. One of those, uh, one of those, uh, you know, like Mexican poncho kind of things over it, and it, uh, like a real, real cowboy hat instead of like the ones the kids would wear. Like, like Blondie. Like who? Blondie. Blondie. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought you were talking about you know the Blondie the, the band. Yeah. 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 It might be my next character. But no. Do you do you in fact have a heart of glass? Would <laughs> be a great spelljammer character. <laughs> I might, sure, I might do that. <laughs> I'm, sure whatever, I'm sure whatever Gideon's wearing, it's very handsome. All right. 
Um, you still have information to acquire. What's the game plan for you, information acquirers? I have a background feature, Ear to the Ground. I'm in frequent contact with people in the segment of society that your chosen quarry moves through. So I'm looking for Carlos Leo. Okay. Um, so he's a mercenary. I probably know some mercenaries in town or people who would run in those circles. Oh, sorry. Quarter staff for a long time, too. Forgot to mention that. All right. Uh, what sort of skill role do you want to use for this? Um, and I'll sell my saber. Sell saber. Sell saber. This summer. <laughs> I mean, intimidation so is the only thing I'm trained in. Yes. Okay. Really, yeah. So, your past. maybe, uh, maybe shake down the local gunsmith or something. All right. Not too hard. I don't want to burn bridges, but... Yeah. You know, in, in a sea of tough guys, I, I want to, you know, be the one tough guy that's going to be around after the winter hits. Yep. So you don't want to piss me off too bad kind of a thing. Uh, that is a 19 plus 2, a 21. Uh, what you get from him very quickly is that um, and he, he wants to cooperate with you. He doesn't actually try to hold any information down. Randy McCall. Randy McCall. And McCall says, um, so. I don't know too much about Carlos Aleo myself, but I know that a lot of these guys have been hired by him. He, uh, he's apparently some big railway baron down south. And, uh, where am I finding him? Well, I know he's got plantations in Mexico. He's also hiring protection for the tone I hope's landing, so him or, or somebody you trust must be close. You'd think so. I don't know if he's in town right now, but if he is... I bet he'll be at the ball. If he is, you'll find out for me? If I can. He's not going to come to me for no gun, I can tell you that. You listen and you uh, maybe ask some questions. And I'll be back. I don't want to ask too many questions. They'll take everything I got. Just ask the right ones, though. Alright, who wants to make a check next? Um, actually, given Temperance's background, can I make a history check and see if I have heard of this Carlos Aleo before? Yes, yes you can. That is a 16. All right. Carlos Aleo is a Mexican-born, uh, sort of second-generation Mexican dwarven uh, railway baron. He is more or less self-made. Mm-hmm. Right place, right time, an awful lot in his career. Yeah, most, most rich guys usually are. Yep. Uh, of course, just like most rich guys, a lot of those incidents have some sketchy background to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he eventually became a very, very, very wealthy, very powerful man. Uh, he maintains a number of farms that do great amounts of business coming out of Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, they do a lot of uh, traditional fruits and stuff like that, but they also export wine. They do a shitload of wine and they still a lot of tequila. Mm-hmm. So while he is known for his railway control and his economic ties to the railway system... Uh, he actually is independently wealthy from other sources as well, mm-hmm. to the point where he just he has way more money than anybody in this era knows what to do with. Um, he is the kind of person who will routinely spend money on frivolous things just to spend it, mm-hmm. and he also is the kind of person who is notorious for underpaying and ripping off people who are doing construction efforts on his behalf. So people don't generally line up to work for him, but they know that he's got mad banks, so they don't want to piss him off. Um, what you also know is that he's been trying for the last several years to build a railway system to connect 
uh, San Jose, California, mm -hmm. and Salt Lake City. And the path that he has chosen would require a significant flexing of the usage of eminent domain law to steal land away from honest ranchers and other developers. Mm -hmm. uh, and so if he's coming to town to meet with the governor at this ball, it's probably going to be to try and flex some muscle and try and get the governor on board. He's, so he's the Hedy Lamar. So the federal <laughs> government. <That's heavy>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he's exactly the kind of person that Hempert fades. Oh, yeah. I'd work for him. This is, this is all information that's being shared between us. This is during the day, so she's still out collecting this information. You will get it when you're ready to get it. Yes. Uh, when you reconvene at the end of the day, you'll be able to share all this information to each other. Uh, but the two of you still have rolls left to make if you want to dig well, up other facts. So, I'm, I'm going to reserve the right to roll later. Okay. And the reason why is because what I'm doing is I'm watching as much as I can just observe. And later I'm going to use my... There's an urchin talent called City city Streets or whatever that helps you navigate, like, get away from trouble. And, you know, so, so what I'm doing is I'm watching, like, where are all these guards, like, more posted than less posted. And I'm just doing that kind of observation. So if that ever comes to play like, in game, absolutely that's will. Uh, remind me later when yeah, people yeah. are making checks oh, when that's relevant because that would be relevant. Yep. But that's pretty, between that and looking for, like, the head Aram Knight. Okay. Those are my, those are the only two things I'm paying attention to. Uh, just for funsies, can you also throw me a perception check? I'd be delighted. That's an old uh, four. Okay. So, you did it. Um, walking around town, it. walking past... Uh, you did, man. I can't believe you've done it. In the area most densely packed with federal soldiers, you do actually find the Winter Wolf Inn. And the Winter Wolf Inn is humongous. It's uh, got a central ballroom got to be at least 100 feet long. It's not the Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> Get some looser pants. Tell us more about the room in which you ball. Yep. Uh, it's sizable for big balls, you're saying. <laughs> only the most sizable balls. Me. You know. Thick. Yeah. It's for balls and meaties. Um, this place has room for probably 60 people. To so spend the night. Balls. Yeah. Sixty sleeping rooms, gigantic ballroom, full service tavern. Probably where this governor's gonna be. That's yeah, almost certain. Yeah. Um, and while you're walking past, you see that there is like a service entrance for things like cleaning supplies and food and other stuff that they order in bulk from the general store supplier. And uh, they are bringing in an exceptionally large shipment of salt. Like a big, 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 big box wow. of salt. Like this big, probably about this high. Nothing but salt. Is there um, a huge bottle of tequila and a giant lemon? <laughs> they're, all, they're all rolling them. <laughs> they, uh, oddly enough, nobody... This is how my opponent feels about losing. <laughs> I was, was going to say, what are they importing it for the Broncos fans? Wow, <laughs> <laughs> Sports reference. And, uh, and also, they are wheeling in like a cart... There appears to be some merchant who is being... I actually wrote big box of tequila. I did not write, <laughs> <laughs> I did not write down a big box okay. of salt. Wow. Well, I think we, have, we have the title for this Man. episode. Man. Big box of tequila. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else are they bringing in? Save me from myself. Ton of wines. <laughs> They're water readers. Yeah. Um, God, I hope not. They'll be trashed. Uh, they are also bringing in a merchant is wheeling a cart, and it's like one of those... Um, 
do like a uh, merchant stall rolling carts with like the bar that goes over the top and hanging supplies to advertise and like baskets and stuff. And it appears to be an herbalist's cart. Okay. And there's a lot of uh, various herbs and types of things that are not from this area indigenously. Um, you see like some holly leaves, some fresh sage, like lots of cooking herbs, but also stuff that clearly you know is toxic. But they're wheeling in the whole fucking cart along with the merchant attending it. Okay. And it doesn't look like it's a stick-up or anything. The merchant's like gleefully pushing their cart of wares in and probably getting paid. It's really weird. Yeah, it seems out of place. Uh, but they're wheeling them in through the kitchen entrance, so you see they probably want a bunch of the cooking herbs. Just for, uh, I don't know if you let me do this, but, you know, um, because sure, I've been yeah. reading this book and, you know, doing all this other stuff, you know, can I do a medicine check to see if any of this stuff seems like medical reasons for it? Please, either? yeah. Uh, eight, not much. Can you uh, also give me a religion check? Um, okay. That's a 15. Um, the holly in particular, you know, was used very frequently in your past life. Oh, God. Alright, that really creeps me out. It'd be like that, uh, that zoom in, you know, the old, uh, you know, zoom in <laughs> right. on my face. <laughs> and, uh, Levi Williams, what are you doing? Uh, I'll be trolling about town with my cane, uh, and casting, uh, I will cast, uh, detect poison and disease amongst a large crowd. But he will, um, I'll just be playing up the, uh, this character of Thomas Fairchild as the faith healer, and he'll just be, be walking amongst, like, pretending to be blind, and if, if I detect any, any disease or poison or anything like that, I'll just go up to the afflicted person. Like all mysterious, like I can sense your pain. This thing inside of you, you know. And then just, <laughs> and just, it's a cannon. Or, like, it, like, or if, it's, if it's something serious, like cancer, like it's eating you alive. You need God in your life. And, and I'll, have, I'll have like the, I'll have an alms box, like, like ah. around my person as well. <laughs> I was thinking if you walk up and it's like something that's like too bad for you to cure, like cancer, you're like. You're fine. You do you. <laughs> you know, do the whole thing, like inquire about about their pain, uh, talk to them, and my scam is basically a scam, so to speak. It's like a benevolent scam, but it's that he wouldn't. Would you pray? Would you pray with me, please? And they like hold their hand, and then whatever is afflicting them, then use like my lay on hands thing. Nice to cure the disease for five points. And, yeah. Just do that. See what see what uh, donations I can scrounge up from that. Okay. We'll call it uh, over the course of the day. You're going to rack up twenty six U S dollars. If you use lay on hands on cancer, does it actually make it grow faster? No, it just heals the cancer. So the cancer feels better. Yeah. You do you, cancer. <laughs> twenty six. Thank you. And also, give me a dice roll uh, to detect some discussion that might be relevant to your situation. Excellent. And, Detect uh, plot. How much lay on? I have twenty lay on hands. Uh, For twenty six dollars, you're spending it all. Cool. That's that's worth it. Yeah. A trading trading it lays for Tra- money. Trading hand jobs for money. That's I rolled, like I rolled an eight. I'm not sure what you want me to add to it. Uh, let's do persuasion. Okay. That, in that case, it's going to be a fourteen. Okay. Uh, you have someone like at one point you're doing this and like somebody who has an affliction. 
has it removed from them in a way that is very theatrical. Exactly the thing you Because that's, that's totally my thing. And like, oh, he is. There's a small crowd gathering to watch you as you, like, parade through town. Yeah. And then you heal somebody and they're all... And somebody comes around from a merchant stall and says, that's the craziest thing that I've seen since those guys from last week. Oh, yeah. Does it sound like a guy? Uh, it sounds like a man, yeah. <laughs> You're like, why? What did it look like? <laughs> what, what, happened, what happened last week, sir? Yeah, he looks around and the crowd sort of murmurs and slowly starts to disperse. It says, uh, sounds like everyone's walking away. Is this something I said? It says, you have to understand, it was a uh, challenging time. The challenges, and I'll, I'll uh, again, play the whole, I'll get, clo- get, up, get near him. What challenges did you face? Uh, I need music appropriate to this group. And with my lay on hand spent, I'll start to look kind of, I will affect like a tired kind of. Channeling the Lord is not an easy task. No, like I, I'll pretend even to like follow, like excuse me, and like catch myself on him. Says you have to understand. We knew some of these people prior to this, but there was a skirmish recently where a number of locals <coughs> were killed. When they died, it wasn't them. Faces changed. Were you saying they were possessed? No, I'm saying they weren't them. Charlemans. Oh, pretending to be people. Do you think that <coughs> they replaced people who were here that people presumed yes. to know? These were family and friends, locals, people we'd seen through the winter. How did you know it wasn't them? When they died, their, their skin changed, their face changed. To what? Pallid and gray, featureless. That sounds like the, that sounds like the devil's work. <laughs> Where? It's one o'clock. <laughs> what happened? What did they do with these gray bodies? They took them down to the morgue. Well. I'm happy to have in, in, injected a bit of, well, benevolent craziness to replace that. That's horrifying. Perhaps, perhaps I've come at the right time. Thank you for telling me. I, I, do, I do ask ask a little bit more about the nature of the skirmish here, how it how it started, uh, why, why it started, things like that. The best he knows is that there were an awful lot of people who came into town with guns at roughly the same time, and uh, it looked like there were a group of people who knew that they were looking for someone or some group of someone's, and it was very abrupt, a uh, very quick gunfight. A couple people got slashed by weapons as well. And at the end of the fight, uh, there were two of these people who had died whose skin and face had changed. Okay. And a couple yeah. other people who had died who were clearly just guys with guns. Just, just dudes. So the guys with the guns were not the gray skin. Mm-hmm. And clearly everybody involved had guns. Yeah. But it's the West. Yeah. Okay. Good to, good to know. 
again, thank him and say, I must go to rest now. God, God, God be with you. At this point, the group can uh, come back together. Guys, guys, guess what I found out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where do we meet? Probably back in front of the angel statue again, or yeah. the Mary Ram. Yeah. Uh, the Emerald Dynasty. The Emerald Dynasty, they're calling it. Sure, one Chinese girl leaves. Yeah. Like, oh. And now he'll just... He'll just open the alms box. Oh, see how generous the, the flock was today. Feels it. And actually looks at it, like through the through the blindfold. <laughs> and just like stuffed it in his purse. <laughs> not too shabby, not too shabby. It ain't so generous around here, so much as stupid. I think that's what I said. That's why we blend in so well. <laughs> uh, well, anyone, well, in my case, I'm sticking out like a sore thumb, but that's the appeal. Everyone loves a mystic. I'm just trying to do the opposite. Like, I'm just. Blending it as a menial day labor. Like, I, I feel like the regulars probably are looking at me sideways because, like, this would be right up my alley, but, like, the other 2,500 people here have no idea who I am. So, yeah. yeah. Might as well keep it like that. Well, let us converse and share what we have learned. Our, uh, our Baron Aleo is a man like my father. He owns plantations in Mexico, and he owns a railway, and he pushes out anyone who's in his way. See the guy meeting with the governor? He is. I think they're going to be meeting at that big inn over there. It's got this big old ballroom, and looks like they're prepping it up for some big uh, party. Sounds like a good man to be friends with. If you say so. He wants to build a railway between San Jose and Salt Lake. And he needs the governor's approval for that, I, I assume. I wouldn't say approval so much as peaceful cooperation. He's a stingy bastard when it comes to paying his workers. Is this something that we don't want to see happen? He's gonna push out the ranchers. I got my dog in that fight. We can come back to that later. Anything from you, Gideon? Or no. was that all, too? Hmm? I, I moved on too quickly. Was there anything else? Uh, no, that's all I got. I got the, uh, the history loadout on him. Even now, I'm doing my best not to, to not look at anyone in particular. Because people might be watching this. Yeah. Well, especially to you, I would relate the whole thing about the salt and the weird herbs. Whereabouts? Behind, the, uh, behind that big inn I was telling you about the ballroom. They were sort of trucking in. I could made no sense to me. Well, it sounds like they were just flavoring their food. Yeah, I don't know. There's an awful lot of salt in there. It's like they're going to be... Well, they must have a ton of leeches or something they got to deal with. I do love some good salty chicken. Well, this, this, this is enough salt to I kill think. 12 men <laughs> and decompose their bones. Uh, I live in a happy place. I swear, <laughs> I, swear, I swear there's an assault joke here. <laughs> <coughs> I'll thank you not to make it. I didn't. Jed? I didn't hear much of anything, but I do have uh, some people I, I think might be in touch with some some of these fellers with uh, the recent arrivals with the guns. Maybe you'll get back to me, maybe you won't, I don't know. 
still a bit up in the air then. Well, I heard the most interesting story today about a gunfight in which some of the familiar residents of this place who perished turned in, their corpses instantly melded into these gray, featureless creatures. Doesn't that usually happen when you get dead? Not as quickly as this man described. No, that didn't happen. I thought you just all the blood left your face and you kind of became all pale and everything. Nope. I, when I say... I think I've seen plenty of dead people <laughs> by now. The way the man spoke, it sounded as if they were mimicking people who were, you know... But they were people who were known for years and uh, once dead assumed their... In their life, the state assumed their true and horrifying form. That sounds kind of creepy. Indeed, it is. And to make the matters creepier, they're in the morgue right now. If anybody's... <laughs> As the bell tolls. <laughs> Very good soundtrack. Well done. If anyone is fixing to take a trip down below... Yeah, I'll go. Honestly, I kind of am. These creatures sound fascinating. Sure. Um, question. This yep. time, same Does this got... Uh, does the timeline of this gunfight line up with what people were saying um, about the Kerfuffle at uh, Dolores's place? No, uh, Dolores's place would have been more recent. Okay. And with that, I have to pee, mm. and then we'll visit the morgue. Why just pee in the morgue? Yeah, exactly. Good point. What's, yeah. What's it going to do? Stink more? <laughs> right. I grab the. Uh, I grab that. Um, Medical book that Doc gave me, or no, the medical book I stole all that time ago. <laughs> I don't remember him saying anything about great people. I really should check this out. This sounds sounds pretty wild. I mean, he kind of says right here what happens to the body when it goes down with the lividity and all. Oh, well, that, well, Gideon, uh, I, it's pretty fascinating. I hasten to point out that your your journal may not. It's if I were to venture a guess, these creatures are probably aberrations like myself. Some may call them monstrosities. The biology is disturbingly different. Or they could be man-made. There was an incident that happened recently. Uh, I'm summoning good luck. <laughs> I fidget when, I, <laughs> when I'm like imagining. I fidget. I no. Go on, Temperance. There was a kerfuffle that happened over at Dolores Sari's house. And she doesn't seem to be too inclined to talk about it. Any deaths? She's not too inclined to talk about it. Does, uh, do I know Dolores? Um, probably not, because I don't know her. Okay. How did you come into contact with this Dolores? Well, I didn't come into contact with her, but, you know, I work in bar. How was your how were your how was your business uh, reacted to your uh, to your coming back? Well, my business is uh, not to get too dra- graphic, so don't take this the wrong way, but dried up as it were. <laughs> I, I I'm sure I have no idea what implication you're talking about. Drinks are good though. They're, uh... They're still moist? <laughs> Were you? They will wet your whistle. <laughs> Are they happy to see you? The drinks? No, oh, they're terrified. <laughs> the, the girls? Yes. Uh, yeah, you're all a girl after all, right? Not yet. Who's in your way? 
Well, the owner of the ram, or should I say the dynasty, the governor comes to town and all of a sudden we can't be a whorehouse. We gotta be a fine establishment. Clever. Money-making. Money-making's good either way. All these fresh young bloods who ain't seen a proper woman in ten years. Money to spend. You could charge whatever you wanted to. Good. Highway robbery is in my blood. That's got me a bit perplexed. Do, do they really think the governor's not going to be interested in Ward? They, go, they have to maintain the appearance that he isn't. Now, that way's been invented that's what the back door's for, Mr. Williams. <laughs> that's why. Well, just saying, if I was if I were to run for any political office, I would be I would be the most squeaky clean candidate you've ever seen, and I would affect this tone of voice to Prove let people. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yes, of <laughs> course, young man. That's exactly what I would do. You're a smart. Yeah, you see, you see, it's not that hard to do. Well, Mr. Williams, let us all pray that you never run for political office. I do not think the world could handle such a wicked thing. Not in this lifetime. Yeah, you gotta wait until about 30 years and then it'll be right there. <laughs> oh, how... If we want to get in... Well, the question is which lead we want to follow. Obviously, more grave, grave digging and mortuary exploration, that's our, that's our thing. We are just so keen to do that, but... If we want to get in the, the good graces of the governor and his and this uh, this rich fellow you talked about, well, what is a politician without lobbyists? When's he uh, coming? When's that governor got coming? Anybody know? Well, the ram is closed, so. Oh yes, it is. So your name is not tied to it. You are simply representing the interests of a certain group. Oh, I get I, it. You made a joke. I could be representing <laughs> the interests of a ch- of a church. You see where, where I'm going with this? They want to feel important. Like they're needed. Like their word carries power. It's a thought. We can plan on it later. We can talk about it more. Exactly. The fine fun. place to have a conversation. <laughs> Those bodies aren't going anywhere. At least I hope they're not. At least I have the excuse of being blind. Oh dear, I just wandered into a war. How silly of me. <laughs> Are we walking to the morgue? Is that the plan? Yes. Arm in uh, arm. Skipping uh, like Wizard of Oz. <laughs> We're off to see the dead guys. The wonderful dead guys. Gideon's wow. hanging like one foot off the ground. <laughs> why, don't, why don't I go, why don't go in on the pretext of blessing the dead? Maybe removing, and if they get, if they get uh, questioning, they can, that's to remove a curse of potential satanic influence. After all, gray-skinned people, what else could they be but demons? Alright. And then once the coast is clear, I'll signal you in. Just listen for the hiss. I'm going to uh, move it along. Move it along? Move it along. Yes. Move it along. Move it along. When you uh, arrive at the morgue, it is evening time. And uh, the doors are closed. It appears that they don't have like 24-hour morgue service. <laughs> not a 7-Eleven of the dead. Yeah. Well, we've been out of town for a while, so they laid off their night guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, they just have like a bank deposit box for bodies. <laughs> yeah, please slip remains <laughs> through oh their slot. And, uh, <laughs> but it's only like this big. Too. It is not currently occupied by living people. Cool. 
Oh, yes, that's just got, just got easier. Tempers, would you do the honors with the door? Is it locked? Where the hell do you put all the herbs? Is it locked well? Um, ish. Ish. I mean, the dead aren't really going to go anywhere. Yeah. So it's probably not locked that badly. Yeah. I am it's pro- a toothpick across the two doors. Yeah. I am so proficient in these tools. Can I help her? Uh, these tools is kind of a one-person job. I okay. have proficiency with these tools. The, right, but if I help you, get advantage on the roll. Ah, yeah. I'm going to use my control flames to dim any street lights. Good choice. Mm-hmm. So and you use my control shotgun to dim any interlopers. They're already pretty dim. Do I get <laughs> advantage from the street lights being dim? Uh, you do not. Uh, to dex and proficiency. Oh, dex and proficiency. Yeah. Might be. 15. That's much better. Uh, it takes about oh, uh, 15 or 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. Eventually you manage to pop the hitch and the door creaks open loudly. There's a dark room inside. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like that. Oh, and, I and have the dark <laughs> Yeah, the inside of this place is pitch black. I just walk in. Yeah, I don't. I, I, can see, I can see in the dark. Why don't you two keep watch? All right, I turn around and keep watch. And, I'll, and for here, I'll put the blindfold over my neck. Mm-hmm. I'll follow him because I want to see these bodies. All right. Do you have dark vision? I do not. Okay. It's a great point. Well, just just tell us when we're somewhere where maybe I can light up a light. You know, that won't be seen from the outside if we get into somewhere like... I already took my blindfold down, so his black eyes look back at you. Of course, Gideon. Alright. The two of you are sneaky like. Give me stealth rolls, please. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, alright. Not you. Fuck. Uh, Gideon, you're outside. You I, need to make a stealth roll. I, yet again, oh, crit. I was following him, so it's good. So I got a oh, you're still gonna follow him. Yeah. Yeah. I got a 21. I am not critically stealthy. I've got a 6. Okay. Maybe yeah, I see these bodies. Maybe, oh, I, say, maybe I save her from being outside. <clears throat> Yeah. If they can see and I can, I'm going to be behind them. What happens is the two of you slip in very quietly. Jed, you're nice and quiet at the front door. Yeah. I'll, I'll shut the door behind him. I mean, Temperance is putting away the lockpicks, and it's a bunch of metal pieces. So as you're putting it back into your purse, it's very obvious. Uh, but you make your way into the morgue. Now, the entryway for the morgue is in tight. Thank you. It's more of like a receiving spot. There are some caskets that are here for when they're done with the bodies, so they can just promptly casket them up and send them on their way. Um, but there's actually like a, a hanging cloth leather tarp mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. swings open to the back room where autopsies are performed. And uh, it's this whole room that you're in right now is probably only about 10 feet by 30 feet at the most. It's pretty small. Windows, but only 10 by 20. The windows right here? Uh, there are two windows in this receiving area. There are no windows in the back of the building. See if you find me a candle or something so I can kind of see. I don't have any on me. I should grab something. And uh, if you make your way into the back, go through the leather tarp they have sort of separating the two chambers, the back room appears to be where uh, autopsies are performed and bodies are stored. And they have what's basically like a locker on one wall. It's got the big, long sliding platforms that can put bodies in and out. Mm-hmm. And they've got a couple uh, big slabs that are up and uh, there are some bodies that are out on the slabs. And one of the bodies, at least, appears to be one of these gray-skinned humanoids. And the two of you with dark vision can readily identify it as a humanoid, but beyond that, it's very confusing. Mm-hmm. 
It's got sort of a smooth uh, two nostrils, but no nose. Mm-hmm. A very thin mouth with no lips. Um, spheroid black eyes. So it's literally a gray. Yeah. It appears to be um, about maybe just shy of six feet tall. With very long gray arms and long gray legs and tiny torso. Um, it is nude. There is a towel over its groin area. Um, and its chest has been stitched back together following an autopsy. It's got the Y stitching. Yeah. Can you um, see the, the entry wound where the bullet, where the bullets went down? Yep, you can see a couple different piercing wounds that have been stitched together. Uh, and there's, there's like one in the chest and one in the shoulder and one in the gut. Alright, well, we're in a more so it's customary to detect undead. And then it's just celestials and fiends. Uh, you detect no undead celestials or fiends. Okay. Is there a candle? Or a candle I'm, so I'm gonna look up. for a candle or a There's like an oil lantern. lantern. Yeah. yeah. I go out back to the receiving room and fetch Gideon and sort of lead him in and then like... Tampus, where are you going? I gotta get the boy. You can't see him talk. See a light. If you see a light in here, they're gonna see it. There's no windows in this area. There's no windows in the in the back. So I'm bringing him through the receiving room in the dark, and then giving him the lamp. I see. Understood. And while she's around, I'll just I'll just investigate the the chamber. Okay. Uh, Eventually, you do find the other individual. Okay. Um, It took you a little while because the other individual is in a couple pieces. Uh, Looks like somebody went to town with a bladed weapon on them. And uh, severed the head in one of the arms. What about, um, it's grotesque, but of course, Levi's not affected by that. But he does want to, at this point, it, kind of, it occurs to him, he should look for the attackers. See if he can find the people who came in. Yeah. Well, the, the invading top guys probably. You would think probably, you know, the same as some of these guys that are on the slabs, and it's, uh, not everyone here obviously is gray skin. It's just the two of them that you find with the gray skin. You also find uh, four other men who are in various states of autopsy. Um, they appear to be uh, Caucasian humanoids, uh, all male. Um, three of them are bearded, one of them not. Uh, dark hair. I look for distinguishing marks like tattoos or any emblems they have on them. No tattoos. I bet my watch. You're done. Alright, then I'll, then by that time they'll, they'll probably be back in. Yep. Come in with Gideon, Gideon, you would light up the lantern? Yeah, light up, and, but kind of keep it from, you know, enough light so I can see, but yeah. I don't want to blow I want to do some medicine checks or investigation and see what I can pick up. Well, I'll both. the books I've read and everything. Yeah. I'll, and I'll tell you what I, what I found and what I'm looking to do. So the orange will be the investigation. These creatures are fascinating, but I'm very interested. Wow. So I rolled a 19 on the medicine, and I rolled a 24 on the investigation. Jesus H! 23 on the investigation. Alright. Uh, medicine check. The vast majority of individuals in this room were killed by bullet entry wounds. Okay. Um, the one that was taken with a bullet in the chest, the shoulder, and the gut. Uh, the shot in the chest missed the heart. The shot in the gut caused it to bleed out. Okay. There's some red staining on the hands. It looks like it probably sunk to its knees and then put its hands on the I am totally like Agent Scully then this for this episode just, yeah. just like yeah. being very, Checking very under the fingernails factual with all well, of this stuff why am I so attracted to you right now <laughs> <laughs> this is very uh, confusing for me yeah. talking uh, into something it's, it's, it's a fake tape recorder because they have <laughs> <laughs> um, 
you do find that the gray humanoids do not actually have fingernails. Wow. Uh, they just end in digits. Um, the individuals who were apparently doing the shooting, the, uh, the white men who died, um, one of them looks terror-stricken. Wow. Even in death. Yeah. Wow. Uh, one of them I, took... I explicitly mentioned that to you. One of them took multiple slash wounds on the torso before he died. Okay. One of them has a series of uh, grayish-purple marks on his throat. Oof. Strangulation. Looks like that one's been asphyxiated. He also has a bullet wound in his stomach. Okay. Um, You see that uh, the gray humanoids you can sort of force their mouth open or coax their mouth open. Uh, and they're completely without teeth. Okay. No teeth or tongue. Ugh. And it's not like there's a wound, just there's no tongue in there. Oh, this thing's nasty. <clears throat> the room, of course, smells like rotting flesh, so it's not great. Um... If you are the kind of person who will remove the towel from their groin area, I am. Yep. You're a big gray thing. <laughs> uh, no. In fact, <laughs> no genitalia? Uh, they're completely sexless. <laughs> Just what? like you working in town. The last person Temperance had sex with Levi. And the last person before that was Chunks Duster. Yeah. I mean, I can so call him. Basically, two monsters. I have a cell phone number. <laughs> that is my husband. <laughs> Why do you stay away from my husband? <laughs> you scared? Chunks is like new phone. Who this? <laughs> Homewrecker. <laughs> that's what that's what Jed's doing while he's uh, while he's standing watch. He's playing words with friends with Chunk <laughs> Dustin. <laughs> uh, what about um, eyes? Probably open the eyelids. What kind of eyes? They are black, featureless orbs. Kind of like Levi. Well, they must be related. No, you had, like, scales and stuff. These guys ain't got that. I was kidding. Oh, <laughs> sorry. He's also got a dingus. I ain't going there. Yeah, I, 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 I looked it up. See, we can't be really. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm not sure that tells anything. <laughs> he lacks my trademark left-hand turn. <laughs> uh, all right, so no no marks on the man, no particular... I'm going to look through if they've collected any belongings here. I'll, I'll search for and that. And while he's doing that, I'm going to see if any um, mortician left like a, a journal or a diary or wrote notes or any of that stuff. So okay. Um, you do find there is a safe on one wall where presumably they keep personal effects. You do also find a mortician's diary. Um, just an entry with the day. It's got the date of the week, which was uh, four days ago, the last time they were operating on these guys. Okay. And uh, describes... His confusion at the nature of the skin of the individual and the open of the chest and the organs uh, appear to be more or less a mimicry of human organs. Um, he notes that they are significantly more oily and are less prone to drying out than organs during a normal autopsy. They're good over linguine. Okay. <laughs> or okay. some Chianti and a fava bean. Okay. Uh, he doesn't mention anything that seems like a clue, just collected details from somebody who knows how to do an autopsy. So it's okay. very technical information about making incisions and stitching and size of organs and weight of individual organs and uh, lack of presence of toxins and stuff like that. I'm, I'm very interested in that. So. 
I was specifically interested in the toxins. So once I see no toxins, I just kind of yeah. yeah. Specifically, says like no detectable toxins because the way that attacked is like a certain chemicals to change colors and stuff they like that. So he's not died. real certain that there's no toxins in there, but like all the common stuff is not. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Everybody has to pee. Everybody has to eat cookies. I understand. That's a fine cookie you've got there. I'm gonna rob. I'm gonna rob the morgue. No, I'm gonna look for their. I steal six bodies. I like to do their personal effects. So it's in a safe. The safe is locked. Tamaris, do you have a moment? I sure do. I do my thing. Okay. Whoa! I Whoa! What's your total? Uh, so that is twenty-five. That beats the 22 DC to open nice. the Masterwork safe. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> click, 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 click. Click, 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 click. <laughs> you, you struggled on the basic latch on the door, but then you get to the Masterwork safe, you bust out the stethoscope. <laughs> well, the latch on the door was one of those things where, like, you have to get the... No, the latch on the, the latch on the door, she was trying off. to slide her credit card through it, it kept getting declined. <laughs> <laughs> like we're making good where goes through and he pulls out the American's best. Goddamn Celestino. Quite away with your hands, Terrence. I'm very good with them, especially in my fingers. Meanwhile, Jed makes no jokes because he's in another room. Yes. Um, I, I like to think that the reason the door is a problem is she had to do it quietly. Here they say she makes much noise she wants. Click, 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 click. <laughs> so yeah, she well, busts out the drill press. <laughs> I was thinking with the uh, the latch door, I've got like a like a stick or something like that, and the latch keeps like slipping off and like clinking down and like slipping off and clinking down. Ah, okay. So you actually eventually do get the safe opened up. You creak it open, and there are personal effects inside. Uh, a number of six shooters, leather belts, clothing. <coughs> Uh, some of them had cash on them. It looks like there's about $80 worth of cash in here. Yep. Everybody's making money except Laurel <laughs> Jed. Jed Slavery and mucking out stables. Mucking out stables with the horse. Do like a mocking and injection. No fine to speak for me. <laughs> so we're looting the guys who looted the bed. So it's, 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 so it's okay. It's yeah. Yeah. Like two, two wrongs, wrongs you make a right. <laughs> yeah, you just made $26 being a faith healer. You, you're fine. Yeah. Um, so that indication, like I'm fucking. <laughs> you're also gonna find um, some jewelry. Uh, there's a pair of wedding rings in there. A couple of crosses on chains. Um, just regular old crosses, or maybe made of metal, but not like elaborate. They're not jeweled or anything. No, like that. but they're, they're not like snakey snake or, or the, no, just or regular old lights. crosses. Um. And that is actually all that you find among them. It's just like they were out on the street. It's not like they were, yeah. you know, yeah, I'm no. going to write my last will and testament and put it in my, in no, my best like pocket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, last thing I'll do is I'll, I'll cast Detect Matter. I still got spell slots today. And I'll see if there's anything magical going on in here or with the bodies. Yes. Uh, you find one trace of magic. Uh, underneath some of the laundry inside of the uh, storage locker. Hello, what's going on here? And uh, as you pick up the laundry, a fountain pen falls out of one of the sets of breeches. Ooh, yeah. And, that's and the pen appears to be... Vorpal panties. 
Is that a wow. fountain pen? You're putting on your headphones. <laughs> <laughs> So, what is the pen radiating the matter? The pen appears to radiate a faint trace of magic. What's cool? Conjuration. Mm-hmm. My eyes open wide when I see that, but I'm not the one moving. Mm-hmm. What the panties doing? <laughs> Your eyes would open wide at some panties, too, I think, at that age. <laughs> at 12 years old, I would have been psyched to see some panties. Katie, I've got something for you to look at when you have a chance. Oh, God. <laughs> Put it away. Eat these panties. <laughs> The they're 19th year. century panties, though, so it was like boomers. This big. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll pile it on this degeneracy. The first three letters are P E N. And that's actually all. <laughs> you're just so funny, aren't you? Well, when you're in a place full of dead people, humor keeps the spirits up a bit. Oh, I did it again. I'd like to keep the spirits down a little bit. Maybe we should all get out of here because it, it's got a lot of formaldehyde. So I mean, we may not want to make a good point, like. Levi conspicuously does not give a fuck about being here or not even the smell. Just, mm. Well, Jed says, this door is powerful, Warren. <laughs> <laughs> the door shits you. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to don't want to leave him alone for too long. Uh, He'll just start pulling out of the, the town. <laughs> Before we leave, <laughs> you're, 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 you turn around and just see corpses getting slid through the drop slot. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, before we leave, I'm going to... Put everything back except for <coughs> in the locker. I'll help with that. Lock it back up. And then I'm going to um, basically take like the arm of one of the gray and just sort of slide it off the table so it looks like maybe he got up and started opening stuff. <laughs> I, uh, no, I'm not going to do the, the thing with the gray, but I'm okay. going to lock everything back oh, up. Oh, Levi would have thought that was a good idea. Well, good. Make him think the dead came to life. Yeah, this town's been through enough. Well, you're burning down. Yeah. He, he just thinks Burn back. Burn down, to, start over again. He just thinks back to the burning fort. Uh, yes, let's hope it can handle us. Uh, all right. The burning fort, the burning farmhouse, the yeah, other yeah, burning farmhouse, the burning cattle. Yeah, 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 I think we should go. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> no right. treading on my new brothel names. <laughs> The burning bush would be a great problem. And let's not to forget to lock up, lock up the door like responsible citizens. Mm-hmm. The lantern back to wherever you found it. Mm-hmm. Shut it off. And I will take the pen. I will take the pen. Wouldn't want any degenerates coming down here. That's right. You mean more degenerates coming down? Sorry, I've been reading up on grammar. You you watch yourself, young man. <laughs> you may be, you may have britches, but you're getting a little big for them britches, and I can still take you over my knee. I'm more of a hedonist than Alright. Yes, it's tampering. I don't think he knows that word yet. <laughs> you find Jedediah outside pushing across yeah. through mail slot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even, not even the right mail slot. I'm literally shoving them into the post office. He's <laughs> got a horse and he's trying to tell them. I have corpses that are just written. They just have written return to sender on them. <laughs> That's all Jed. They've got stamps all over them. <laughs> <laughs> the corpses are coming in 12 foot long, one inch thick. <laughs> 